0: Welcome to episode 31 of the Superhero Finder podcast. I, as always, am Matt Wilson, and I'm scouring the cosmos looking for inspiring stories and incredible people to tell and broadcast to everyone that's listening. And today, I've got the pleasure of being with Anna. How are you, Anna?
1: I'm doing great. How are you, Matt? Thank you for I'm
0: inviting fun. me. I'm fantastic, thank you. I think I may have cut you off there. I do apologise for that. Um, Anna, can you just start by telling us a little bit about a little bit about you? And what you do.
1: So I am a life strategist and a family relationship mentor. And I help people building amazing family relationships, no matter if they are single right now, if they are in a relationship where they're not, uh, you know, hundred percent certain about it, or maybe uh, they're already in a marriage and something goes wrong. and so they don't know how to fix it.
0: So it's, that's, re- that's really interesting, isn't it? Because if I was in a relationship, and I felt that something wasn't right, then I wouldn't have necessarily thought that there'd be somewhere out there that can help me with that. Is it a, yeah. is it a, pop- is it a popular kind of thing that you do? Do you find there's a lot of people do the same as you do? Or is it quite niche?
1: Um, what I do is a little bit different because I come from um, a situation of an anti-depression expertise where I reverse the engineer of a process how people should not get depressed, should especially because of relationships, because of heartbreak, right? So I come from a different level where I reverse the engineer of a formula. But yes, sometimes you have this feeling. And I I remember when I was 19 and I was in depression, my mom was an alcoholic and I was suicidal. I had a wonderful boyfriend and I knew there is something wrong with him. I just couldn't pinpoint what was wrong with him. Ended up marrying him and wasting nine years of my life, right? So little things like that, that sometimes you feel there is something wrong, but you can't really tell, right? You can't really tell what it is because the truth is that nobody gave us the keys of life. And this is exactly what I do. I show people the model and the keys. These are misconceptions, these are truths. This is the wrong way, this is the right way, right? And now within this cycle, with these keys, you can find your own door. But without it, you don't know which door to take right Uh, so for example i'll just give an example i had a i had a client sean he went to like you know to like a thousand dates and he comes to me and said what is wrong with me look at me and tell me what's wrong with me i'm like what do you mean there's nothing wrong with you i went over to a thousand dates and i couldn't find the right girl i'm looking for because you don't even know who you're looking for and he's like what do you mean i want somebody that loves me and respects him like that's." something at the surface you don't know who you truly are and who you're truly looking for here take this course it's three and a half hours eight dates after he already was engaged
0: that's quick
1: exactly he was looking but he didn't know where to look right yeah. And he didn't understand who I am, who I'm looking for, why am I looking for this person? Why am I attracted to some of them and they don't want me? He was so easy to analyze. Okay, this is the person for me, but you know something, she was really hurt. She, she had some problems, she never you know, took care of it. Ah, it's not the right person. Next, next, next. By, by the number eight, he was already engaged, right? So this is the amount of time okay, we spend looking but if you don't know what you're seeking, you're no. never going to find it, not even if it's in front of you.
0: If you fly, but you have no destination, exactly. you're flying exactly. but to where?
1: Yeah, exactly. So this is what I do, because I have noticed that people who suffer from heartbreak, um, they close in, right, mm. at some point. They, they have one heartbreak. They have two heartbreaks. They think there is something wrong with them. They isolate themselves, okay? And when they wake up, I have, we had a customer at the age of 74 who said, I'm depressed. I'm like, why? Well, I'm single. I don't have anybody. I'm like, okay, is, is this your plan in life? Yeah, I never got married. I'm like, honey, I cannot help you at the age of 74. But didn't you figure it out that before that, you don't want to get married because you're some kind of pain or heartbreak that you need to address, right? Don't come to me at 74. I can't get you married at 74. I'm sorry, okay? With all due respect, right? I really cannot help you. But here is, he was so closed off for years and decades. He didn't even realize it was a problem. He was running away from marriage to wake up depressed at 74, Mm. right? So little things like that, Matt, that you need to address as a person, okay. There are four types of men and four types of women in this world. One type hurt me. Well, there is another 75% there, but it's not going to hurt me. I just need to know who I'm looking for.
0: Yeah, that, that that's so true because we we fixate on the things that have perhaps caused us trauma and almost blinker ourselves to say, well, there isn't the other possibilities out there. But in reality, when you step back and have a look in, like you said, the 75% of the people out there do not fit that type and will not do that, at least 75%. Exactly,
1: right? So there is a specific type of man, for example, a specific type of man that you should not marry. If you want a family as a woman, if you want kids, if you want stability, That is not the man for you. I'm sorry to tell you. Yes, it's the most attractive man in the world. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. But it's the one that doesn't have the feelings at the same height that you want. Yeah, It's the one that gives you a kiss, tells you I love you, and that's enough for him for the next three months. That might not be enough for you as a woman. Yeah. Right? So... Here is, how do you know who to find? And before you get attached, at that first date, you can make a conscious decision, right? Before you jump and it's like, you're just waiting for love, this is fairy tale. You do not leave your life to chance. You do not leave your love life to chance. You need to have a strategy. You need to know what what you want who you're looking for. And maybe at different stages of your life, you're going to look for somebody else. And maybe that's why at some point, the relationship is not going to last forever. But even if a relationship doesn't last forever, it doesn't have to end with hurt, with pain, Mm -hmm. with problems. Okay. it can hurt like, listen, right now you're looking for something else and I'm looking for something else. Okay. Let's separate. Okay. Let's see how it goes. It's totally fine to just you know, go through this cycle. You don't have to be mine forever, right? But you're not hurting me. I'm not hurting you. Yeah. Right. And these kind of realizations, when you realize that this is possible, even if you're, you know, maybe parents have been in tremendous divorce and they always quacked and they're still hating each other after 20 years after divorcing. And, you know, you understand that it's possible to have great relationship with everybody in life from partner to family, to parents, to your own children, what are you gonna teach them? What are you gonna teach them? Who are they gonna look for, right? So little things like that, it's very, very important to have the right strategy map because without it, you're just lost in a big fog and you're just trying to find your way. And guess what? People come to stab you. You know, one of my mentors was saying there are two categories of people in the world people that will kill you and people that will kill for you you really need to know who do you have next to you mm-hmm.
0: I talk a lot about the um, the idea of you knowing your tribe and you know we look back at, at civilizations and and we started off in tribes and it and realistically in modern day it's been extended because it's the essentially the people that you spend the most time with whether that's you know friends or whether it's you know, influencers, whether it's authors, whether it's whoever, whoever kind of influences you and gives you that strength and is there for you as well. And yeah, I, I quite like that. You're like, there's people that will stab you or there's people that will stab for you or will kill for you. Um, do you think it's easy to identify who then people are that are by your side and who aren't? Because sometimes that can get mixed up, can't it?
1: Yes, it's extremely easy to identify. Because if you understand these four types of men and women we're talking about, you know exactly that they think in a different way, each one. Like for example, this man that shouldn't get married is not there to tell you that he wants to hurt you or he doesn't have feelings for you. Man, he cares about freedom. Hmm. He cares about his friends. He's caring about business. He doesn't deal with petty emotions. He cannot, he doesn't have time for this, okay? So he's not here to hurt you. And if you show any kind of hurt, this is a man who's gonna be easier to leave. He's like, listen, I don't have time for drama. Sorry, okay? I have my vision, I have my business, I have my freedom, I have my friends, I have my hobbies. This is what I live for. That doesn't mean that this particular man wants to hurt you, right? It's just because he thinks different, has different values, he feels different. Right, there is a specific type of man who will put his women first. If you want that type of man, you're gonna go get him. This man will do everything he can not to leave you, not to leave you alone, not to not be able to. He's helping you, he puts his women first. Maybe you don't want that, maybe you don't want to be suffocated like this by a guy, right? So, you need to know who you're looking for,
0: yeah,
1: right. But this is how it is. A lot of times in your tribe, you don't see all of these four types. Mm. You don't know how to distinguish them. Why? Because your parents never taught you. You think that everybody thinks like you, that everybody should be like you. And there are many, many women and men who have followed a friend's model. And they said, listen, I followed everything she did, everything he did as a friend, because I saw him extremely successful in relationships and great. I did everything and I still didn't make it because you were a different type. You were looking for a different type. Just copy and paste somebody else's life. It's not going to help yours. No. Right? We're all different. Exactly. We're only different to the four types of men and four types of women. We're not so different, Matt. We think we are. For example, as an antidepressant expert, right? I am called all the times heartless. I'm like, honey, you do realize that I have been there. I got out. And now I have to take people out. I'm not here to melt back with their pain. I'm here to give them objective ways to get the hell out. I might look heartless to you, but I really can melt with you. Sorry. Okay. I need to snap you out of this. Mm I need to snap you out of your story, right? So you may call me heartless, all right, but I am the type of woman who at some point knows where the petty emotions are and just releases them, right? Lets them go. I don't deal with shame and guilt and blame. I deal with taking responsibility for my life and my client's life, right? So I am called heartless as I am one of those type of women that's intimidating in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that it's, you know, that it's, it's been, oh God, you're so powerful. everybody is afraid of me, right? But it's because I have learned that the petty emotions do not serve me. They only yep. hold me down. Now, if I want a relationship, I am not gonna talk like the way I talk to you on this podcast with my husband or my future partner because he's gonna say, uh, I don't need you in my life because you're too fiery, too fighty, too intimidating. And I don't want to fight all the time, right? So here I drop it. Here I drop it with letting him know that I trust him to make decisions. Mm-hmm. And he is the one in charge of our relationship. It doesn't mean to abuse me in any way, shape or form, right? But here I drop with the, the, the the the, you go call it the queenish the empress Mm -hmm. mode right as i have for business and a lot of times you know my husband come comes home i said oh my god you're really a bitch i'm like sorry (laughs) okay sorry i have to do what i have to do in my job i apologize you shouldn't have overheard that okay (laughs) that's my job when I, I me, I'm really sorry you know how cute I am with you and he's like I can't believe it's like a different person that was a second ago when you were talking <laughs> what are your personality <laughs> <laughs> but you need to learn how to change the yeah. yeah okay your job what you want to accomplish is yours you go for it okay when you're in a relationship you don't fire at the man it's he's not at fault
0: <laughs> okay. yes okay no i get that and that and that will actually gives you a little bit of when we talk about a work and life balance it's almost a characterization of that isn't it it's you know allowing yes, yourself to
1: you can't to... be on you know on the go non-stop it's exhausting right mm-hmm. At some point, you need to go into the relaxing mode. And what's the best way to go into the relaxing mode than to have with a man next to you that can take over, all right, with somebody that you truly trust. But to find a person you really trust, yes, you need to go through some objective thinking, OK, through some objective selection. Not to be like, oh my god, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust you right now. But what if you hurt me in the next minute? Do you see what the problem is? Then you can never really relax. Yes. And then you're going to be in the fiery mode all the time and exhausted all the time and wondering what is wrong with me, why I'm already exhausting because you never knew how to relax yourself, how to trust. And I call them, you know, true love because it's based on trust, understanding, respect and evolving, right? And these things, if you don't find in them themselves and the person next to you, it's very, very hard to, to to just be together. The relationships are always superficial. Yes. Or they're just ending with drama. And you don't want any of that. You don't want superficial and you don't want drama.
0: So then when you don't have that and you've got this really nice place in the middle then, and this kind of, like you said, the true, and I, I really like the anagram you use for that. Um, So essentially, I I believe, and this is what I have found in the last few years, that a really nice place to be is to have two independent, self-proficient adults that coexist together and find that special place together, but that that place isn't necessarily needed to survive. So you've got, you know, because it's about finding out who you are, right, and then finding the person that fits well with that.
1: So the formula is, I am happy, you are happy, we will be happy together.
0: So simple, yeah.
1: Okay, so here, honey, if you have any other ideas in life that you think you're not happy with me, don't worry, I'm gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. Everybody's gonna be okay. So here is that that level of love, but you don't have to hold him or her. Mm-hmm to love them you can let them go right and a lot of times it happens that uh, specifically men they know they have some problems to fix okay they know that deep down they have problems to fix so i have a lot of women that come to me and they say you know we love each other everything was perfect and just he just dropped out he just left why Deep down in his heart, he knew he has a, some problems to solve. Deep down in his heart, he knew he's the only one who can solve them because they're his. Ah. Uh. He did not want a woman to come and fix him. Do you see the difference here, Matt? Yeah. Okay. I want to be in charge of my life. I don't want a woman to fix me because then I'll, I I don't feel, I feel weak. Mm. I don't feel in charge of my life and my feelings and how I feel. And a lot of men, you will be shocked. They are afraid of true love because they haven't seen it. They don't know if they can stand it, right? So they need that time to go inwards and think about, Am I really ready for this? Maybe I'm not. Maybe I did. I have to do some more work. Mm. Maybe I have some other things to fix. And they don't know how to express it like that to a woman. And they just drop out. And the, the girl comes to me. he's like, oh, my God, what just happened? He's not ready. Yeah. He's not ready. And you cannot push him. And there's specific type of men. that more you push, more they run away. OK, when he is ready, if you're going to be available, fine. If you're not available, he already knows
0: that. That's
1: yeah. what he's taking.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're right. And and I find it really interesting that with emotions and especially relationships, that guy that picks up and leaves. So that perfect Mr. Right picks up and leaves. And then that feeling of that, that woman's feeling, then in this case, you know, that. Confusion turns into anger, hatred, you know, and it can turn into some really, really big things, can't it? When
1: there is something wrong with me, what is it wrong with me? Right. So, we have a program called Get Over Your Ex in Five Days. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because it's needed to do a quick approach of separating, okay, because otherwise you can suffer for years. Yeah, you can suffer for years and you you keep thinking that is something wrong with me because the last two left me. So how am I going to trust the next one? Right. You keep thinking like that over and over again. And this imprints on your actions and you don't go totally open hearted in the next relationship because you're still afraid. You're going half closed in. And the man feels you is like she's not ready. Right because it's it's energetically we feel each other there is something wrong but i don't know what yes right and then when it's that idea that there is something wrong people men will be faster to snap out of a relationship But women women they're like oh you know i just i'm gonna change him sooner or later women always thinks that they can change the men the men will change And the man always thinks that I don't want this woman to change, not even after 20 years of marrying her over, over, um, you know, when I have uh, couples that are uh, having their kids in depression and they have marital problems, of Mm -hmm. course, what a surprise. It's all, uh, you know, all together, right? They come to me and said, "My, my wife changed. I'm like, yeah, she changes every month. She loses blood every month. She has renewed blood every month. She's changing every month. What in the last 20 years? Have you noticed that she's changing every month? Okay. But they never want their woman to change. And we women always want men to change. You see how just by knowing this, you can stop a tremendous amount of conflict in a relationship.
0: So in that way, do you think when a man settles into a relationship and he doesn't want a woman to change, that's because he thinks that woman is the right woman for him? Yeah,
1: and he wants to keep her in that archetype. So we saw a lot of uh, men who are, um, how should I say? Men like this, they, they don't like changing their life, right? So they have a job. They're going upper in the company, but they're going up in the same company or in the same field, right? We call them kings. They are men prone to stability. Some of them work in the government. Some of them work, for example, for the military. They have nine to five jobs. These are men who's like, I don't need my women to be... Um, sexy at parties when she's without me, right? Um, I don't need my women to open her own business and go out there and speak on public stages and stuff like that. I just need my woman to be my woman, okay? I just need her to take care of the house, the kids, what I need, right, to be in the household, right? Well, here is, in a way, not realizing that that woman maybe she needs some growth in her life too. Maybe she doesn't have to depend on him all the time. And maybe she wants to grow, too. So a lot of times when we're talking about these four types of men and women, we're talking about how people are evolving through these four types. Right. And here, when we're talking to men, too, was like, listen, you need to let her go. She feels stranded. She feels in jail. It's like, what are you talking about? I don't do anything to her. Right, I just let her do whatever she wants. Yeah, she, she needs a little bit more. So just don't stop her growth. Don't worry, you'll be proud of her. And who do you think she's going to thank for that support? You, because you are the one supportive, right? But here we need to work with both understanding that this is why when I call it TRUE, it's the acronym for trust, respect, understanding and evolving together. Not staying stuck, yeah. Because that's just going to explode sooner or later, or it's just gonna be a relationship like damn, this is boring.
0: I tell you what, there's some there's some knowledge bombs in here, Anna. There's a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of impactful stuff, and I think you know I think it's interesting because as time changes and you know, traditionally, in different decades, and different generations, men and women have had different roles. And now um, there's even more of a prevalence of, you know, of same-sex relationships and things like that. In fact, does that change any of the dynamics between a same-sex relationship? And is that something you've experienced?
1: No, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't if there is happiness, as I said, right? I'm happy, you're happy, we're happy together. But if the relationship in the same sex marriages is considered like we're together and we're fighting against the world, then we have a problem, Mm -hmm. right? Because you rely on the other for a crutch. And that's in every relationship, right? You need to support me, everybody's against me. Who is against you, right? So here is exactly like you mentioned, a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, a lot of trauma that we bring in. We do not have to bring those in relationships. Hmm. This is why, you know, I reverse engineer the formula and a lot of people get out of depression when they find right partner when they're in depression. Some of them are in depression since young age. Some of them are in depression after heartbreaks, right? And because happy meets happy and it's happier together. Sad meet sad, and it's conflict together. Yeah. So which one you're going to choose, right? So you do not want boring in relationships, OK? It's when you meet the same archetype. It's like, that's boring. It's like exactly like me. Yes. You don't want conflict in relationships, OK? You want stability and variety in the same formula. Mm. You don't want just constant, just be the same, 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 right? The man might might pull into that direction, but the woman sooner or later is like, man, hold on a second. We don't do anything different, okay, right? So here is 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 how do you get consistency and variety in the same formula to be able to sustain your love because you got it, okay, good, but how do you sustain it, right? This is mm. another game. And this is why it's important to evolve together. So you started at the level of trust and respect when you meet them, right? You understand them, you trust them, you respect them. And then you evolve together at the end. It's evolving. It's like a dance, right? So let's say that you don't know how to dance, Matt, right? And here you meet a woman who's like, I'm a great dancer, I teach you how to dance. And you're like, I'm not sure about that, man. I don't know how to dance. It's like, listen, listen. I am going to move my foot here and you're going to move it. And at some point, she's going to step on you on your foot once, mm-hmm. twice, three times until you're going to learn to move your foot. Sorry, you want, you don't want hurt by high heels. You're going to have to move, Matt, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. And this is exactly how we're teaching people to dance in relationship. And, you know, from the beginning, from the beginning where you cannot find a partner, from in the middle of it, where you're not sure if there's something wrong or not and it feels something off, or when you're already in it, when you're already married, right? And you're like, but something happened." It's Like, I have the impression that this marriage is falling apart. It's the same formula, Matt. It's the same dancing
0: of mm-hmm. trust,
1: respect, understanding, and evolving. evolving. But evolving together. And if it's time to evolve separately, That's totally fine too. It doesn't have to be drama. It can be a simple conversation. Listen, this is what I want from life. This is what you want from life. I don't want to be your burden. You don't want to be mine. Do you agree that at this point we can evolve separate?
0: So I've got a question for you then. So if somebody comes to you and they're not sure about their relationship and they might be describing some of the things you've said there, but their partner is oblivious for whatever reason to any of this, are there any ways that you can approach that conversation that may help, you know, that kind of that kind of discovery or that conversation around, you know, how that oh. feels to that person or, you know, I because it's, it's never something easy that's to approach, is it? Yeah,
1: Yeah. So everybody thinks that they have to go therapy together. And especially men, when they hear about it, say, what? <laughs> <laughs> Right, so that's extremely, extremely, extremely resistant. Right, that's the trick. You don't have to therapy together. When one understands this dance, one can play the dance without a partner even acknowledging. Right, so we had the, we had somebody like that who, um, um, she came to us and she's like, Oh my god, now I understand. She thought that her husband was a narcissist, that she her, her husband was hurting her they were in a relationship for about seven years or so he he was one of the types of men who doesn't want to leave their women even if he can do it extremely easy but he's the type of man who you know the woman is first family is first in his life right even if he didn't care he had enough money he said I can I can leave tomorrow I don't care but I still want to fix it right So you go you go to Anna and talk to her about whatever you want and you know and she came he's like, oh my God now I understand. He's not here to hurt me. I'm like, no, he's here to teach me what I don't know. I'm like, yes. There are things that you don't know, that you're resistant on and you rely on him. Now imagine what if he leaves tomorrow? Oh my God, I don't even have a job. Well, maybe we should talk about that. Maybe you should get a job. Okay. He saw that she's getting a job. You're doing what? I'm getting a job. Oh my god you're getting a job yeah oh why i want to help you a little bit with your bills what i make a hundred times more than you it doesn't matter i want to help you just a little bit i just want to feel useful for you oh my god everything changed you want to help me the relationship snapped like that immediately into changing into the perfect marriage you want to help me i don't need any help You, but i want to help you you know you work a little bit too much. Maybe you can take one day off, you know? Oh, why? Right. So we can go on vacation together. Mm-hmm. Oh. Do you see how Batman felt because his wife was staying home all the time, never worked. She was in depression. Her marriage didn't work. He felt abused. He felt used, mm-hmm. right? It's like, everybody's using me for money. Nobody cares about me, right? That little thing of that little job part-time changed everything oh so you appreciate my money you appreciate what i do for you and that was it That was so simple
0: because it's not only the action it's the process behind it and why you're doing it exactly yeah
1: and she felt so happy getting out of the house and not just sitting all the time in the house right met meeting people in her job and it was like a, a great freedom for her, too.
0: And that, you know, and that just really kind of shows the idea of doing something because you love somebody is a really great reason to do something. Yeah,
1: and then he came with things like, oh, my God, you're at work right now. Yeah, when are you coming back in two hours? In two hours, it was dinner on the table. He never cooked dinner before. Okay. In two hours, we were going to a restaurant. It's like, this is a really expensive dinner. It's okay, it's okay, I'm paying for it, okay? Little things like that that just, you know, don't take things for granted. Mm -hmm. Even after seven, 10 years of relationship, little things to notice like that. Maybe the person next to you doesn't wanna hurt you. Maybe when you put that tension in, they respond with tension. Yes and then release it, and then you will see that they open their heart. And you have mentioned something, Matt, is like, how do you know the people that they will always stab you, and the ones that they will not, okay? Be the face of happiness. Be the face of happiness, and you will see who keeps you down. You will see if your friends or people around you are happy for you because you're happy, or there'll be, what is something, something wrong with you? Those people will always hold you down in a way or another. Because if they don't love the fact that you're happy, yeah, that's it. This is game of this is how you select your friends. Very simple. Just be the face of happiness, always happy, and then you all you're gonna know immediately who is your friend and who is Very simple.
0: That is really, really simple. And it's not something I thought of before, but it makes complete sense because. If somebody questions whether something's wrong because you're happy, then there's all sorts of shouts of jealousy of all these other things that are underlying because as we know, things that we, things that are said is about the person that's saying them as opposed to the person that it's said to, isn't it? That's right. Um, and and there's some, something else you know I'd like to mention you know the yeah. difference
1: between admiration and jealousy. Okay, because there is is always out there, everybody's asking what's the difference, what's the difference between admiration and jealousy, and I tell them they're both your potential. Admiration is the potential that you can do, you can have it. Yes. With the right chosen strategy. Jealousy is the one that you can have, but you're refusing to have
0: it. Yes. Yeah, because if you're jealous, you just close in all opportunities to ever think about how exactly. to obtain it exactly. yourself.
1: And you start with some kind of blaming somebody for your problems or for, you know, and things like that. So it's a it's a very close line, if you think about it, right? Between admiration and jealousy.
0: jealousy.
1: Once you switch and you make it your potential that I can get, I can thrive towards, that's it. It's game over. And that's including relationships instead of being jealous of a relationship that somebody else has like a friend of yours or your family member learn some skills and get your right relationship for you yes and that's it
0: and like you've said if you you know if you go for it if you see something you admire or something you want and you go for it and that isn't received well by either friends you're around or the person you're with and this can work in more than just relationships can it then maybe that's time to deal with that, face that, and maybe you're not surrounded by the right people, be it exactly. in the home, be it in friends, and that's okay. Yes. Isn't it? That's so okay. And that's, that's got to be a big overriding theme, hasn't it? That that's okay to do that.
1: And as you're evolving between these archetypes, these types of men and women, right? As you're evolving, so will your new friends will find you. Because some of them, the old ones, are still going to get stuck somewhere, right? So here, as you evolve in life, it's okay to have new friends. It's okay to let go of one ones that don't serve you. A lot of my mentors said, you know, when I overcame depression, he said, you need to let everything old behind. Everything, including people. You need to let them go. Why? They remind you of your pain. They only see you in pain. They don't see you in a different way. You need new friends. I'm like, well, I don't really have any friends. It's okay to be alone for a while until you will find new friends. But if you don't change in your friends every 30 days, you're not growing fast enough. Ooh, you see, too bad in relationship. Yeah. you can't change a partner every 30 days to grow fast enough. This is why you need to get the dance right to be able to evolve at the right pace. Yes. And grow because this is what the universe wants. This is what you want as a human being. You want to grow and evolve and expand. Okay. Yes. You don't want to get stuck in something. That's depression, right? Yes. So you don't get stuck, right? So hear how you grow, how you evolve, how you expand because this is why you're on this planet for. And a lot of people don't know why you're on this planet for. And they go immediately to, I'm going to have kids and family with who With somebody that's gonna leave you yeah. that's not a great idea
0: <laughs> there are better ideas
1: <laughs> exactly there are better ideas right or other women like me they're all going to career business helping others and thank god i already have a 14 year old but if somebody tells me right now i want to start a family say, when when do you want to start a family sorry okay so there is no time for that, right? I'm at a different age of my life, a different stage mm-hmm. where I'm not looking to change diapers. I don't wanna hear about it, right? <laughs> so, so here is finding your own way in life, not depending on others, not depending on anyone except you. So when somebody tells me, it's like, I'm confused about my love life, I'm confused about my life, get the right skills. Get the right healing strategies and keep on moving. You will find your way, right? But don't just stay in that dark place of, well, nobody wants me. I'm not good enough. I can Mm. never find the right partner. Everybody betrays me. Get over your ex in five days and don't complain about it anymore. (laughs)
0: And you know as as and some people will find that quite cutthroat and quite and uh, quite direct, but there really is an importance there and all through the things that we've said about knowing who you are that idea of acceptance of knowing who you are, knowing who the people around you are genuinely and you know living not in pretence, not faking it just being you because then whatever reaction to interactions however you want to evolve, you know things will happen more naturally won't they and
1: Exactly. Exactly. But not coming from a place of hurt. Right. So a lot of things, a lot of practical things that I teach is what what do you do? when somebody comes home and said, you were late. You should have come home at this time Why you were half an hour late. Right. So here they try to tell you that I was waiting for you. I love you. And I was worried about you. But they do this in a very total different way. So if you start reacting to that, like what? I can't even spend half an hour talking to my friend because of you, right? If you come and understand that, oh, so you missed me. You were worried about me. I'm so sorry I didn't call you, but I was a little bit late. I love you too. Everything disappears as attention. Yes. Right? Little things like that. But when, when faced with tension, you need to release it. You understand what's behind it. Most people cannot say specifically men, right? I'm looking at my son who's turning a man. He's 14 and a half and he's turning a man, right? He's not going to say, mommy, I love you. Okay? <laughs> so on Mother's Day, he got me a flower. He went by himself. He got a flower from the grocery store because he didn't have a car. And it's like, but you never did that. You didn't have to spend 20 bucks to get me a flower. It's like, Shut up, you deserve it. That was his way of saying, mommy, I love you. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, as a man, you don't expect things like, oh, mommy, I love you. Let me give you a hug. Let me give you a kiss now. Okay. You just shut up. I love you. I'm like, this is your way to say I love you. Like, mm, maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. He can't, is, can't let his alpha is, down.
1: <laughs> exactly. This is when they're turning men. Okay. But they don't say what a woman wants them to say. They say it in their own way, but doesn't mean they say it badly, right? But if I said, Oh my God, he told you to shut up. That's offensive. No, it's not. It was his way of saying I love you.
0: So it's learn, it's uh, it's learning to decode how that yes. works. Yeah. And how anytime, you receive it.
1: Anytime you feel triggered, anytime you feel see yeah. feel triggered or hurt or pain because of you, or because the other person couldn't tell you, oh, how much I love you and I want to cuddle oh, with you, you and stuff idea. like that, yeah. right? Then they found other words that are tougher, maybe they're offensive, right? But um, with all due respect, this is how, it's their defense mechanism, right? Don't hurt me, okay? I did something. You deserve it, right? But now you just shut up. I don't want to hear about it anymore, <laughs> right? <laughs> I didn't fancy it, right? I'm not going to talk about it for three months, right? Little things like this in... Every time I tell people, triggers are an opportunity for growth. Yes. So, see if there is any kind of hurt or pain you have to fix, or if the other person is shielding their own way of saying, you know, I love you, I adore you, I miss you, or things like that, in different words that might look offensive to you. But if you see what they mean, it's it's simple. Okay, so shut up. I love you means I love you.
0: <laughs> yes. Which which is which is why something that might trigger you might not trigger somebody else, even if that same thing was said, because yes, we all take things in our own are way. An for growth,
1: right? Triggers are an opportunity for growth. Yes. Yeah. So see what triggers you. Go inside and see. Well, why am I really offended about this? Am I might have have a reason to? This person really tried to offend me, or maybe I don't know how to talk properly, <laughs> right? <laughs> they just you know they, they meant something else, right? all these kind of things, all these tensions, right, are very, very important to build amazing family relationships, not only in partnerships, but with everybody in the house.
0: Yeah. I think some of the things we've just said there, I know quite a lot of this resonates with me, and I'm thinking back to past relationships, and why, you know, I'm already thinking about things that have been said, and how it's felt, and you know, I'm sure anyone listening to this will be going through that same process. Is there anything, what what, what we usually do is ask um, a guest that comes on, Anna, if there was maybe one or two biggest tips or learning moments or something about our topic, which is around healthy relationships. So whether it's, you know, whether it's somebody that's in a relationship or someone looking for a relationship, what would you say in, in summary would be the biggest thing that you would like prioritise looking for or watching out for?
1: So the biggest thing is understanding that nobody on this planet is here to hurt you. Everybody is here to help you and make you learn, not negative lessons, but positive ones. Even within these archetypes, that you attract what you're missing, you attract to learn not to be hurt. More complete you are, more healed you are, more nobody can hurt you.
0: Yes, and like with anything, because that's super powerful. Like with anything, the less fearful you are, so the more confident you are, then the more you can just enjoy things as they come. Enjoy. Yeah, if
1: if, if it's not their journey to be with you, they'll drop off. Yeah, With train. Very yeah. simple. And you know, something is like, okay, you can come back anytime if I'm available, it can be just friends, you know, take care of your own journey, get on your own train, no problem. Okay, here is understanding that not everybody's ready when you are. Maybe you're not ready when they are. Yeah. Right. But they're not here to hurt you. They're here to and their own journey to go through their own journey of discovery and learning and evolving, right? Which might not be the same one with you. And that's totally fine. But more complete you are, more healed you are, more you're not snapping into the the traps of, we call it the traps of chaos, childhood automated operating system, blame more, which is based on blame, shame, and guilt. More you you don't snap into these traps Better you're going to be happy meets happy,
0: and they're happier
1: together.
0: Perfect. Now my last question for you, based based on the fact that I'm the superhero finder, I appreciate we've not talked much superheroes, but if you were a superhero, what power would you have, Anna? The
1: well, power to get people out of depression. Oh, <laughs> <No> okay. Matter, <laughs> no Matt, no, I already have that power for ones that are seeking it. Uh, No matter if you are feeling a or because of things that happened in your childhood or because of generational things, like for example, I suffered from generational trauma. I was like the third generation of um, single mothers in the family, right? So, um, which knew nothing about relationships, which is very important to know, right? We didn't know anything about relationships, we were single mothers, right? So exactly. So here is you do not have to suffer. You have to be at peace with yourself and others. You just have to learn the game of relationships. That's the key. The key. If you learn the game of relationships, Matt, you know, you are a true superhero because then you don't go emotionally imbalanced, you don't go mentally imbalanced, and you don't ruin your life. This is the key, the game of relationships. Perfect. And it's magnificent
0: and it's beautiful. It is. It's like a ray of sunshine. It's wonderful. (laughs) It is wonderful. I really do appreciate your time today, Anna. Um, And I hope we can catch up again soon on on things like this. And if you've been listening to this podcast, guys, thank you very much. Add us to to your subscribe list or your favorites list. And please send me a message and let me know is there anybody that you'd like me to cover, any subjects that you'd like to talk about or is there anybody that you'd like me to invite on the podcast as well well thank you for your time Anna
1: thank you Matt thank you for inviting me
0: you are welcome and I'll see you soon